I V M. All right. Please note that the language and ideas presented on the show might not be suitable for everyone. If you're under 18, make sure your mom isn't around. If you're over 80, why is your mom around? You're listening to Cyrus Says. On Cyrus Says, let's meet Nirja Billa, founder and chairperson of Empower. It's about mental health. So I'm the right guy for her. Why follow your auntie's advice when you can follow Cyrus Says on Facebook and Twitter to stay updated about the latest shows. Yeah, here Cyrus says I have a real issue with people on bikes who don't understand that it's going to rain. I have, feel really bad when I see them all completely wet and destroyed and trying to hide somewhere. But the point is, you know that the weather has rain predicted around the corner. So why can't you wear appropriate gear and then start your bike in the morning? I got even a better idea. Why start your bike in the first place? Just leave it at home. For God's sake, it's called Cyrus says. And that's what Cyrus says. Yes, here on Cyrus says we've got a philanthropist. I think one of the first. Uh, maybe we've had one or two before that. By the way, Nija and Nija Billa, ladies and gentlemen, we have been on the air for not more than two years now. Oh wow! Not air. This is the wrong word. On the internet, I suppose is the right word. And we've done close to two hundred and twenty episodes. Wow, that's amazing. So, yeah, nobody's heard any of them. But the point is that you know we're still pushing the envelope on that one. Nija Billa, philanthropist. Is that the right way to describe you? Um, educationist. Education is. I like it better because I think philanthropy is a word nobody understands. Firstly, it's also probably a twentieth century word yeah, from a hundred years ago. Yeah, Education yeah. is visionary. That kind of thing is better. Yeah. But before we start, let's fight. And okay, the fight is over the fact about? that people don't know uh, the fact that we share the same gym space in a sense uh, oh in God, the Bombay gym. No, whether you I are an AC put offer. An okay. AC put offer. I'm an AC put honor. This is like you're this is black and white. This is India Pakistan. This is huge. Know, you're huge. not an AC put honor. You want the gym to be freezing. Which is AC But put that's on because you only gym. I normally do cardio and then I no. Cardio. There's so no correlation to all this. And then when you walk into a Nirja Billa, can I tell you something? This fight has been going on. One would, you know, it's it's more healthy to have it off because you're sweating so much. But you only gym. Well, you only do weight. Let me put aside the gym and cardio and all this for a second. I've been fighting with many Nirjas all my life. Okay. In school, in nursery school, in school, in college, everywhere I go, in the studios here, places like this, wherever we work, in parties, wherever. About the same culture, the people who just want the AC off all the time. But doesn't that tell you one thing? What? That you want the room to be so but, cold, but which is unhealthy. But be walk in my shoes, as the Native American saying goes. For a second, do you know what it's like to sweat from morning to night? Only Rahul Dravid, of all the people I've met, sweats as much as me, and he understands immediately. What do we do? That's the way it is. We just it's keep sweating. Unhealthy. I, the person sitting next to you, Naveen, our podcaster producer, constantly slyly while we are talking, takes this AC and puts it up until it becomes a boiling uh, like. Room. Yeah, so then, see, which no. means that you like it. And you want a referendum. You want a referendum on no. AC offer and AC not offer. <laughs> What the hell? Okay, let's put that aside and move on to you now, the real Nija Billa, uh, visionary. I would like uh, to use the word you use, educationist. Let's start with Empower, and then we'll trace your journey slightly. So, what is Empower? So, Empower is an initiative that uh, my daughter Ananya and I started. Uh, basically, the idea—it's a mental health initiative. It's—it's it's an M for mental. Oh, that sounds terrible. That's I take that really back. Bad. M for mental health. M for mental health. Okay. So it's an initiative uh, to create awareness about mental health and uh, the importance of mental health and to know how important mental well-being is. Uh, we started this initiative about a year and a half ago. We started it with a movement, and uh, we now have a center, which is our flagship one, which we opened in May. 
This is the Kemp's Corner one. The one at Kemp's Corner. I pass all the time. I have to get myself checked from time to time. Yeah. And you know something? The surprising part, the shocking part, is that a lot of people for a long time thought it was a gym. I thought it was a school, like a, you know, school, school. Really? I I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. But why do so you think it's a gym? I don't know. It just looked. Maybe ah, it power looked because the power, power word is a big gym word. Uh, franchises across yeah. the world, right? So, well, but any case, so that's it's a, a it's a thought. You could also have a gym with the AC on <laughs> somewhere in the in the area. So actually, in my office, I keep putting on and putting off the AC because it gets really freezing. So right. anyway, coming back to Empower, I can never go and ask for a job at Nija's uh, uh, Empower yeah, for sure. Yeah, please don't. Unless I'm security. Security is outside. Yeah. yeah, you need the buffers. <laughs> you need the the security people. Sorry, huh? So any case, so that's an initiative that we started, and uh, we have a center. We also have a foundation. and uh, at both these places we offer psychiatric as well as psychological services for people suffering from mental illnesses and uh, there's a whole gamut a whole ar- wide array of services that we offer like different forms of therapies different allied therapies like dance therapy art therapy music therapy along with of course the traditional behavioral emotional cbt can i sorry to interrupt here but just let me understand so when you say mental issues or mental health issues it could be just regular people with uh, with slight health issues or people who have serious mental issues so actually and can't both. cope in society it's both actually so i mean you know you could be a very resilient person hmm. but yet be having a mental illness it's like saying you are absolutely healthy but you may get diabetes so it's that kind of uh, analogy where you may be a healthy person but you may have a mental illness which could be due to genetics it's basically a neurotransmitter imbalance that causes it that kind of so they get tested and stuff all this first so unfortunately there is no blood test as yet to know that okay serotonin is high or low but yes it's a clinical diagnosis and we put them through a clinical diagnosis to know exactly what the condition is and of course then you have people you also have mental illnesses mental disorders like say anxiety panic attack that we all have Exactly. So we all are on a spectrum. I have a family member who has a lot of anxiety and panic attack issues. Can I just ask you quickly for a second? So we all have panic attack. We all have anxiety. Supposing it's an exam, for example. Yeah. So everybody has a bit of stress on them. Correct. But some people seem to have more stress and deal with it really badly. Yeah. Without taking names in my yeah. personal life. So who? Uh, why does that happen? Why is it that little difference where we are all tense, but some people go berserk? Yeah. So there are some of us who can't cope with it, and that's exactly what mental health and wellness is about. Is How do you deal with everyday life? I mean, all of us have issues. Some of us are able to cope with it better, and some are not. And that means that so it could be it could be a genuine anxiety issue where again there is a slight uh, neurotransmitter chemical like a chemical imbalance that is happening because of which you don't have the wherewithal to cope with the situation. And then all your life you will have anxiety in certain uh, whenever there's a stress in so, front of you. Well, I can't say all your life. So there are certain conditions which are all your life types, and there are certain conditions that just come and go. So, but you have medication. You have there are a lot of solutions available. What about people? And I'm not trying to be funny. What about people who have short tempers, for example? But it's the same thing that triggers it off in your family, friends, circle. You there is always a guy you'll notice who flares up for the same. Supposing while driving, his rage is much more than say the normal irritation that yeah, people yeah. have. What about that? So, I mean, if it's if it's really bad, then of course you no, must. No, I'm saying least so physical violence and that kind of thing. Yeah, so it's obviously bad then. It is bad. So probably, I mean, some amount of counselling may help in that action. How to control your temper? Let me write that down. Kunal Vijay Kar for counselling. <laughs> we'll work out what we can discount why. So that's and exactly the reason he gets is. angry is because he can't get parking outside Empower. That's oh, why he gets upset. Oops. oops, yeah. No, but that's exactly what it is. It's about how ordinary people like you and me. all of us are dealing with issues and then sometimes there are some people who are not able to deal with issues and are not able to cope with it and then you because of a mental illness 
So the idea is that, you know, to normalize it and to destigmatize it, the, the stigma around it is so huge that you don't want to even accept that. And the yes, person themselves don't want to accept it. Exactly. You yourself don't want to accept it because you think it's a personal failing. I think this word therapy and all scares everyone. If you ask me also, will you go into therapy? I already feel like I'm a failure. I think maybe they should. So that's exactly what it is. It's a mental conditioning. You're just, we all have been brought up with certain How to get out schemas. of that now? Once that stigma is in your head, I'm saying, if you try and tell a child or an elderly relative that this is what you want to do, like, uh, for example, if I try to tell my dad who's old now, there's no way he'll react to therapy. The word therapy will. Yeah. But that that's exactly what it is. That because of the conditioning, we all feel that certain words are taboo. Mental health is a taboo. Depression is a taboo. You you know. So we are running away from. So how do we things. get them or, or ourselves to accept so it? So by by just normalizing it, by talking more about it, by having more conversation about it, and by spreading the word that it's okay. I mean, like how diabetes is not a taboo. You're not scared of using the word diabetes. Correct. But you're not going to tell people that you have anxiety. So if you look back, you're saying generations of us, because we, the same thing must have been happening for hundreds of years, in the sense that out of, say, 10 guys, 3 or 4 really can't cope with the same situation in the same way. So uh, for years, this mental health issues must have been there in generations and nobody's addressed it? It's so possible? Yeah, of course it is possible. I mean, to just tell you, like, say, Abraham Lincoln, he, was, he suffered from bipolar. He couldn't decide which side Today slaves Tomorrow no slaves Slaves no slaves <laughs> I'm just kidding Sorry <laughs> you, <laughs> I spoiled the whole moment Yeah, yeah Is this no, true? So, Abraham Lincoln yeah? Was, yeah he was bipolar But how did he manage? I mean he, was, so he literally Put a nation together No but that's exactly what. So that's exactly the myth The myth is That and you've just You've just spelt it The myth is That people who have A mental illness Cannot lead normal lives but that's not true because if they're given the right medication, if they if the treatment is right, and that's exactly what we should be doing. We should be giving them, there should be solutions. We should be giving them treatment so that they are, can also lead normal lives. And why not? They can also be productive citizens as everybody else. But coming back to Abraham Lincoln, I'm fascinated. In the, what, 1850s and 40s and all, there wouldn't have been all this. So what? How? how was he diagnosed? And secondly, what did they do? And you know, for that, I'll have to get into Abraham Lincoln's history. Don't worry, we have Google. Need to hang in there. My boys are all over the place. Oh, don't worry, that's your phone. That's Abraham Lincoln's PR. <laughs> They're very upset. No. So let, let's move on from there. So there are many uh, replete examples are there all over for us to look at of people who perhaps have coped and done well in many fields. Absolutely. Famous and not famous. My point now is when we go back to children, it starts there. If we see kids who are dealing badly with stress and uh, not just violence, sometimes going to shells, which is terrible. I've seen kids go into shells yeah, and they just don't isolated. respond. They get really isolated. They, dis- they disconnect. I think that's perhaps the best word. Yeah. Now, what do you, so, and again, how do you get people to positively, uh, you know, come to empower? And I mean, I think maybe everyone should have a check I think we all have problems at some point yeah so you know that's exactly what we're trying to do we're trying to spread the message that it's okay not to be okay it's okay to have a bad day it's okay to be a little ill but you need to seek help so it's okay not to be okay but it's not okay not to seek help so if there are children who do go through little isolation who are going through little depressive symptoms I think we must encourage them and we as a society need to be empathetic and compassionate towards that because only then will people who are suffering also realize that it's okay to take the help it's okay not to be okay you know we all consider it like a personal failing which is not yeah, and you sort of hide it it's like a shame it's a shame it's difficult because, to get that out yeah. but uh, you know looking around again examples from my life what if you starve yourself when you're feeling stressed you just refuse to eat that's also to do with mental issues now so that's you're not a, coping that's a way of, yeah it's, it's, a, it's not a good coping mechanism so we all have coping mechanisms but 
within when we are within the normal parameters of coping then it's fine but i think it's when the when it goes on to either side of the spectrum is when i think we need the help so if we don't have good enough coping mechanisms is when we land ourselves in trouble and this is uh, would you say dna based sort of in your genetic uh, codes a lot of a lot of it is to do with genetics so is nature versus nurture a lot of a lot of nature in play here there is a lot of nature but it's always a balance between nature and nurture so it's like this it's that so if i am so say if i have the genetic disposition which means i'm exposed my genes already have it in me i mean i already have the genes in me if i have a genetic disposition for a for a mental illness and then i'm exposed to situations or a situation which put a toll on me you know which really take a toll mentally emotionally i'm not i don't have the right defense mechanisms in place i don't have the right coping mechanisms in place chances are that i could land up with a mental illness having said that if i don't have the genetic disposition you know sometimes you see lot of children who have really traumatic family lives but are fine they're able to cope yeah. with it the people from divorce backgrounds and all the kids are okay so there's no real correlation like that some deal some don't deal exactly that's exactly what it is so it's just that if you already have a genetic disposition then uh, like say for example sometimes you feel you know there may be children who you think have everything they're smart they they're intelligent they have a good set of friends they don't really ha- they you don't really see why they should be going through depression or why should they be going through anxiety but that could be because they have it in their genes you can't help so it. things like over dependence on now we look at teenagers uh, over dependence on drugs uh, cigarettes that kind of thing uh, is that also to do with uh, inability to cope deep down it is definitely a mental illness substance abuse is a huge mental disorder and we're really at the center also we see a lot of cases a lot of children youth coming in with substance uh, abuse disorders and again that happens i guess you know all of us want to feel good all of us want to feel happy sometimes children take this take this route where they feel that you know by taking any by taking the drug by taking a drug you do feel also, good and also so, the self esteem is taken a blow hence they took the drug either that or they've started with drugs because of peer pressure mm. they just want to try it out and then the the feeling that they get is so good that that feeling is addictive you want to always feel good right you want to be on a high and the drug gives you that feeling so you just keep going back to it again and again not realizing that actually in the long run i mean you're not even in the long it run it just becomes too late they just late. get caught in in that vortex that also it, it so it takes you up hmm. I mean, even chemically it, the drug will take you up you will it'll be like really make you feel good but when the effect goes out the down is so bad that you cannot deal with the down so you have to take it again to get up so uh, nisha let's go back into empower for a second and tell us what are the main issues that you seen what are the prevalent issues for let's say mumbai uh, you know where you've started so you know we we run the foundation as well as the center so what is both, the difference exactly so the difference is basically we're uh, providing services to two different strata of society the center uh, the foundation uh, basically provides services to people with who are economically challenged who are coming oh, from okay, a, got it, yeah. with low income group and then you have the center so we I'm see I'm sorry but I will be trying to apply at the foundation I'm, I'm like that. Can so I don't have a, I'm very egalitarian you know whatever is cheap I go there yeah huh, sorry so um, Um, so what are the no? I was going to ask you is what do you see? Is there a type that you see in our part of the world? Is there a one you know sort of more common malady that that happens? I think basically not really, but it covers a gamut of anxiety. You see a lot of uh, you know school related emotional issues, behavioral issues. You do see substance abuse. We are seeing uh, exam pressure. A lot of exam pressure. I, I, I never, you know, I remember in our time there was exam pressure, but I don't remember kids going mad. Of course, some kids didn't do well. Yeah. But now I'm seeing a lot of examples of kids going into shells, becoming aggressive, uh, throwing tantrums, uh, yeah. crying. 
three, four in the morning and they were talking six hundred, seven hundred. I'm not even talking about bodies. Yeah, that's because the pressure is just way too much. We've also something wrong with the way we're bringing up everybody. I think the peer pressure is becoming a lot. Everybody wants to, um, you know, show everybody that you know you're really doing well and all of that. So obviously that adds a lot to the pressure. I mean, I think the important thing is to race against yourself and not with everybody else. So yeah, coming back to empower, I think uh, we do see cases of um, child abuse also. Uh, you know, we do see cases of self harm. So we we see cases of uh, schizophrenia, psychosis. So we're seeing an entire gamut of uh, we uh, of issues. We also see uh, youth. We're seeing uh, old people. We're seeing our oldest is seventy. I think uh, again, I'll mention old people. I now that my parents are old, I have been noticing that there's a lot of stress. Perhaps there's a sense of emptiness in the life. Yeah. Perhaps there's a sense of not knowing what to do, sure. and that sense of mortality and all these other things that are creeping in. And you see, there's a lot of stress in old people. We've just taken for granted, but they've got a lot of things going on. Yeah. I guess so. It is. It is, and uh, you know. Also, I guess the fact that, uh, like you're saying, I mean, there's really nothing to do. You know, I mean, there's nothing to look forward to. Yeah. You know, that also brings in a meaning of, in your life is sort of yeah. disappearing. Yeah, the loneliness comes in. I don't say loneliness. That's my life. I'm talking about my parents. <laughs> They're still together. Touch wood. Yeah. So we'll take a quick break, Nija. We're joking about it, but it's a very serious issue. Empower. And just to understand quickly, as we go into break, so you sort of check in like a hotel. You have to you, you go in for a holistic sort of. Uh, so you check in. No, not holistic in the sense. Yes, I mean, if you do have an issue. So sometimes we have children coming in with multiple issues. You know, so if you have a child coming in with say autism. uh we do treat children for that as well so then there'll be some uh, educational psychoed evaluations that need to be done then you're diagnosed and then you're prescribed the uh, you know the solutions which would include some remedial probably it'll include therapy so there's no time uh, date that you can give anybody it's it's a, it's like an ongoing work in progress it's a work in progress it's okay. a work in progress which, but huh. uh i mean it is time bound in the sense we would like that you know you see you have the therapy and then you sort of achieve some sort of results yeah. all right we'll take a quick break then we'll come back uh, mental health issues we make lots of fun but honestly i think everybody has it when we come Absolutely. back neeja billar back here with neeja billar who is uh, in charge of empower i want to quickly get to that let's just understand how did you get there how did how did that happen so you know i run two schools and i think along that journey i realized that uh, you know a lot of children are facing lot of issues mental health issues and i realized that uh, a lot of the times parents are in a state of denial you don't want to accept that your child could be going through a problem so which means that there was not that much awareness about it the stigma was very huge secondly if there were parents who were willing to accept it the treatment gap was so huge they didn't really know whom to go to So I think these two were the main uh, primary reasons. I realized that you know there's a huge treatment gap, and there's a huge stigma. Also, Nisha, we are uh, products of our own parents and our own backgrounds. So I think we also realize it'll be a little tough as normal when it comes to exams, for example. And I'm sure lots of parents do this. Just you know, this is it. This is the Lakshman Rekha. You can't cross it. You have to go and study, whatever. And sometimes perhaps that is not the right way to deal with certain personalities, as I found out Absolutely. in my life. Absolutely. Uh, but of course, nobody knew all this. Now the worlds are opening up, and we realize all that this is there. And I'm really worried that most of us have some sort of mental depression or problems or stress at some point or the other. Which, Absolutely. Where you can take a third party help for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then there's nothing wrong also with it. I mean, what's the harm in uh, t- going to a counselor and seeking some help? It's like actually just 
Sometimes you need to vent out also, right? And yeah. just talking to the another person just gives you a different perspective. And isn't that what Facebook is in any case? Everybody goes and gives their opinion and gets other people's opinions. It comes to the same thing. Actually, I'm joking yeah, about but it, but the truth is, my point is, people like to talk to a third party. Actually, they open up a lot with other people yeah. than from their close circle yeah. because you can't open up about your issues. You know, it's you know, because you're always scared about being judged. Absolutely. So, so with this, that's what they say with a stranger. In a sense, of course, it's a professional stranger, professionally yeah. trained stranger. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's a good thing to actually have. I'm just putting it out there: a class a month where you can evaluate. Kids can just sit and uh, across the table and have a chat. Yeah, so we do that actually at school. We with do kids that. who don't have a problem, at least don't yeah. appear to have a problem. Yeah, exactly. Which is all about which is in the arena of positive psychology, which is preventive. That why are you waiting to get a problem? You may as well get the right coping mechanisms, the right thinking, the right pattern of thinking in place before you land up with an issue. I would say that we all have the problem at some point. That you know, I I think in that way we'll kill that whole idea of sharam ki baat hai, you know, which yeah. is there in the back of our minds. Absolutely. Which I don't know how that will change, but it will change some at some point. Let's quickly we are running out of time. Let's quickly get into all the things we need to. There's a podcast coming up. Uh, yeah. Tell us about that on the Empower. Uh, yeah, so empowering. You know, we thought of uh, releasing a podcast because it's a good way to get out to reach out to the youth because I do believe the youth. Are the real change makers and the real shapers of tomorrow? They are the ones who can bring about a change, so that their future generations don't have to go through this huge stigma that we all are going through. Uh, the podcast is about there are four different stories actually of ordinary people living everyday lives, mm-hmm. and how each one of them is dealing with a different mental disorder, a mental illness, but how they're coping with their life. Are they real stories? They are based on true stories. Okay. Yeah, they are based on true stories. So, so the enactments then. Uh, are we seeing it like a documentary? Is, 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 no, they're is like that... a story. It's like a story. It's like a story about these four people and how their lives finally uh, come together. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the concert. What is this big concert that's uh, So we're up? having a Gen M. It's called the Gen M concert. It's Arijit. And it's on the 12th of November. Uh, Arijit is the guy who doesn't get along with Salman. Just point to self. Huh? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't know anything about Bollywood. huh? <laughs> So it's an Arijit concert again. Uh, you know, I believe that uh, music and mental health go together. Music and mind go together. I mean, it's a very well-known saying that music is the medicine of the mind. But well, depends what kind of music. Because I got to tell you, there's lots of music I don't like. Like Kanye, not my thing. Maybe not your thing, but it's somebody else's thing. Okay. So, in any case, music is a good way to reach out to people. It's a platform that we're providing again, so that there is more conversation about mental health. There's more discussion about it. It's about reaching out to the youth again because. The other real change. Where, what, when? So, in 12th of November at MMRDA grounds. Okay. And uh, yeah, we've called it Gen M because Gen M standing for mental health, empower. It's the new generation that is that we're trying to, uh, you know, create their awareness and wanting them to make the change. So, you've got this empower here in Mumbai. Now, obviously, this, you look at it across India as well. Absolutely. We've just opened a cell at the Bits Pilani. Mm-hmm. So we have a psychologist there And again we're trying to We've had a couple of workshops With the children over there And I think the response Has been fantastic Because they all realize That they all are grappling With a lot of lot of issues At university level And they all are open To taking that help Which was really Really very heartening So we've just opened a cell there And uh, yes I do want to open In a couple of more metros uh, Inshallah this year I've got a very interesting idea for you And of course you can say no My point is see We're 1.2 billion plus Growing fast and all that Because people have time uh, So why can't we And we always have a problem That there's not enough labour being used So why can't we set up Like half the country To listen to the other half of the country Who aren't friends and relatives So you know You don't feel scared To show your You know Whatever you feelings You know if you Are able to even <laughs> set aside time To listen to one person 
you never know you may be saving that person's life listen i love talking to strangers you know so, my wife always tells me why can't you be like you know like this with our people no, i'm more gregarious with strangers so you know, we ran this campaign called hashtag #year for you mm-hmm. on world suicide prevention day mm-hmm. which was very much this that listen just just listen to somebody you may be saving a life listening is that important give mm-hmm. a year to somebody so if you can do that maybe you'll be saving a life and that's why i joined uber just so i could chat i don't know how to drive but i can chat it's world mental health day uh, as we record this program and uh, that's an interesting point that we're actually having looking at it as a some as a phenomenon where 20 years back nobody would be like a joke world health day haha world mental health day even funnier yeah uh, what are your thoughts how it's do you it's an it's an invisible epidemic actually that's there the sad part is that because it cannot be seen we don't take it seriously i mean like if you have a fracture you're going to take it seriously but somehow an anxiety depression but are we parents to blame a little bit also because we're not able to understand what the child is thinking and decide to just go with our own uh, code we as parents yes most certainly i think we really need to be more aware we need to be more sensitive to our children we need to be there to listen to them because very often you know children say a lot of things and we don't pick it up so you know there are always the signs are there the red flags are there we need to be more aware and more cognizant of what they are saying Okay speaking of children let's go into your personal life I know you don't want to talk about it but I want to talk about your kids sure. because you know you come everybody knows you come from one of the most powerful families in India I'm never allowed in the in the bungalow vicinity the watchman says chahiye and that's why I have my own mental issues but I won't bring it up now but you've got two kids who are just doing absolutely fabulous things three in three kids sir three kids is mm-hmm. it do your research boy do your research you've got health problems here okay let's let's uh, your son your eldest son is it Who's uh, going to pay for Baroda now? From what I gather. Uh, no, In so cricket. my daughter is the eldest, Ananya. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son is second. He plays uh, for MP. He plays cricket for MP. He for, plays for the state. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. In fact, as we talk, he is playing. He's about now. to play the Ranji, isn't he? Against yeah, against I, against Baroda, if inshallah. I'm not mistaken. No, he's still in the he's still in the MP team. Okay. But no, against Baroda. Mein, aapke muh mein ghi shakkar. Superb. All right. No, I spoke to Zubin Barucha because I said, okay, you know, Rich K, this, that, can he really play? And he said he's a very talented boy, mm. absolutely talented boy, and Thank hugely you. passionate in hard work. See, this is what I'm, I'm a big cricket perception. lover. I'm a big cricket. Your but this, perception but this, is rich, kid. But Zubin has the same problem well. because you know uh, it, it's the but same. But it's all about perception. This is, is exactly what I'm it's saying. It's prejudice more than perception. It, but it's your perception. Yeah, your perception. Yeah. That's exactly what it so is. So you think that you know cricket? Also. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, since I know the background and I also know his good friend Krish, I, I have a vague idea of how he's gone yeah, up the ranks yeah. and worked really hard. Let's talk about your daughter as well. So Ananya, yeah, she's uh, touch wood. She's doing very well. She her her single her second single single meant to be, just uh, got the gold plaque. uh and she's going towards platinum so that's a really proud moment for all of but us but when she came to you and said i want to be a singer and all that were you a little caught off guard or i mean was she always singing where did that come from no i mean she was not singing actually she started she did a few gigs in oxford when she was studying there in oxford and in london and she had started saying that she's enjoying it and she may want to think about that but uh, no it didn't come as a, i mean it wasn't like a shock or a surprise or that you know nahi to main se nahi kar sakti ho that's not the kind of parent that i am uh and yeah i'm really happy that she's found her calling if uh, you know and that she's so passionate about it she's really dedicated and very hard working so. and your third child my daughter mm-hmm. she's 13 and uh, she's in school uh she's a very good dancer my god so one is playing first class cricket can go further from that as well one is already making waves on the music scene mm-hmm. and obviously that's going to be there now the third one's a dancer who's going to run the business 
I am ready to throw my hat in the ring. Neetha Billa, this is my contact card and uh, I am ready but Thanks Iris, I am going to take you up on it. <laughs> she wants to close the show immediately. <laughs> now mental health issues of your own. <laughs> no, we joke about it but thank you so much for coming Neetha Billa who started she's the founder and chairperson of the Empower movement. They've got a concert on November 12th. Please check it out with Arjit Singh heralding yes, it. It'll be really nice and I would really urge all of you to come. Please that come. Is, I'll have a special ticket for you. You must come. I'm a South Bombay boy. You put it at Bandra. No, MM Adi is Andheri. Is Bandra? Bandra. Move out of your perception, Cyrus. It's <laughs> high time. <laughs> I'll be taking some Empower classes myself. No, but jokes apart. Thank you so much for being here, Nisha. And uh, I'm sure we'll hear more from you. And hopefully, people take this seriously. I do. I really hope people do take it seriously. Having said that, uh, I mean, the idea is to normalize it. So it's a serious issue. You don't want to make fun of anybody, but it's normal. So you know, you kind of tend to joke about it, which is absolutely fine. But yeah, I think the last word is it's it's all of us. We're all got exactly. some mental issue at some point exactly. in our lives. Exactly, we all have some of the other areas of concern, and it's mine nice. is the air conditioning nature, which I began with. Please keep it on. Oh, is that what makes you really? <laughs> that's why angry? you have. That's why you're doing the outdoor concert just to screw with my mind. Yes, I'm telling you, absolutely, <laughs> to train your mind. There you go. All right, Nija Billa. All right, and now we head to the AMAs with Amit and Kunal. If you have any questions for Cyrus, write to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or you can send an email to whatcyrussays at gmail dot com. Okay, it's time for the AMAs, rather the AMAs, because A is a vowel. Kunal Vijaykar, who joins us here, yes, Kunal, fourth standard dropout, but a lovely human being. I still Amit, know my vowels, though. You do, and your vowels, yes. but that you won't discuss <laughs> yes. here. Amit Doshi, on the other hand, went to study in America, so we have no idea. Same generation as Trump, we have no idea About, what kind of education he had. I have zero education. Uh, what else do you want me to say? Thus speaketh America. Go on. Uh, is there anything from Japanese culture you'd like to trade in with Indian culture? This is from Mahim Gautam. Mahim, I, I, I would say about fifty things. I'll begin with discipline, speed, efficiency, being on time. That's punctuality, uh-huh. courtesy, respect, uh, proximity, not violating it and touching people, not spitting. Uh, uh, higher morals, higher ethics, except in business. No, no. But we've started. We already started this cultural exchange. The bullet train has come. Yes, I heard. So, but that is only for Gujarat and Maharashtra. What about the Rest of country, Jansi me kya ho raha hai? Think about others. East zone, East zone me kya hai? Rest of the country. I left. feel you know the East zone is the dark zone of India. Nobody seems to care about the East that much. Bangladesh. Bangladesh. That's the easternest zone. <laughs> if Bangladesh is a part of India, I don't think that that would go down well. Not bro, really. Bro, it, bro, listen, listen, it used to be. India used to be a lot of things, but it isn't now. But what is the question? Uh, is there anything from Japanese culture which you'd like to trade in with? Okay, hijack that a bit. Uh, oh, trade in. Kunal, trade in. So both ways. Yeah. Uh, anything will take. From Japan and give something from our side back to Japan. I think politeness, manners, the idea of bowing down and giving you a visiting card. You would bow. Yeah. You say your neck hurts. You can't even turn. No. You said, no. You're the man who said. Don't interrupt me. Let me be on up for a second. Huh. You're the man who says I can't reverse because I don't like turning around. So no, I don't reverse no, the no, car. No, not for my neck. What the hell? I'll bend for what my... he said. He's so lazy. He said I can't reverse because I have to turn my head and I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, but they've given you four mirrors now. Why did you turn? There's one in the front and two on the side. I'm talking about the old days in the old Maruti that you and I used to drive in the 80s they and nobody was alive. Mirrors, sir. Is mirrors. Hey, Baba, what mirrors? You had one mirror. The left mirror had broken long ago, and you said I can't reverse. Since 1930, I can't reverse because I don't want to turn my head around. Yeah, come on. I, I can't reverse. So what are we giving them back? You're taking politeness from them, manners from them, etiquette from them. Send what are you giving them, them back? Butter chicken. Huh? Better I, than sushi. I thought you were thinking I, of maybe our under-17 football team or I something. I think I agree <laughs> with that, though. Actually, I think sushi is probably the most overrated kind oh, of thing there is. 
Sushi has a type, but not sushi is a cooking type, isn't it? A cooking style. I mean, like it's just basically these maki rolls and stuff like that. Sushi. There are two sushi. Sorry to interrupt. One is that Naveen's cousin, Sushi Andrews, and one is. I'm so sorry. We can't go lower than this. We're done. I can't color all sushi with a paintbrush. I don't like it. No, no, I don't. It's not that I don't like it. Okay, the American and the Brit are talking. Let me just introduce these two people for those of you who don't know them. Kunal is an Anglophile through and through. Loves England. And let's face it, whatever he says, Amit Doshi cannot take the America out of him. So these are two people who speak from other cultures but pretend to love our culture or don't. I don't know anymore. We're talking about Japanese culture. Another culture. Alien to them. I know. So I mean like what... All right, go on, go on. Sushi, sushi. Yeah, that's why I did. I I think sushi is overrated. People think like sushi is like this most amazing. So you would give Indian delicacies. Clumps of rice with raw fish on it is not. You would, I'm not saying I don't like sushi. It's fine. How about sacrificing like some of our finest thing. talent and sending some of our finest talent to Japan? Like you know, who? Chetan Bhagat, for example, springs to mind. I mean, immediately. And you know, hmm. I mean, there's so much that we could give in terms of artists. So Chetan Bhagat will write books in Japanese. No, no it doesn't matter what he writes in. Whatever language he writes in, it's hmm. still the same. He's Why? not writing in English, though. No, no, it's it's not clear yet. Yeah. Google is trying to master <laughs> it. They will get back to us <laughs> with the signal. All right. Uh, have you considered interviewing Delhiites or Bangaloreans and get I would a sense of the entrepreneurial? Seen in New Delhi, Bangalore. I would love to listen. It's all about one word budget. If we could afford to fly them down and all that, yes. But we can, I suppose, set up systems and like we did for a special episode mm-hmm. and do a sort of Skype kind of thing. But I guess it's not quite the same thing to do consistently. No, but why don't you just send Cyrus to Bangalore and Delhi occasionally? Stop the, the recording. <laughs> Somebody stop the recording, right? I want this recording stopped. Okay, this is below the belt, which I don't wear in any case. Nah, uh, okay. Uh, all right. So this is. No, I want to say on the topic. Yeah. I just want to quickly add: uh, if there's anybody out there who can sponsor them. Themselves and would like to feature. Yeah, please. Uh, we'll help you with perhaps a stay for a day here. We'll figure out in what, our studio. In the bathroom or the next Don't door. tell them Where all that. The Don't tell them all that now. The Taj when it first started with Charger Han, the advertising was rubbish. All right, <laughs> that's why. That's Haven't why, you seen what they're not doing? No, it's too no, that is why Gujarati <laughs> tourism. No advertising. Gujarati tourism is claiming they built it. From what I gather, so you know, let's control ourselves here. Okay, so what's happening is if you can find your way to our studio, we'll give you lunch and things like that. Yeah, we'll give you and lunch. And just take care of your. Commuting, all right, and we will probably feature you. This is uh, across the world. Huh? If they want to come from Alaska, it's good with I, me. I, the more the merrier. Sarah probably. Palin, here you come. See you, Amy. Nobody lives in Alaska, man. Uh, now you, the man who loves England, who left <laughs> thousands of years ago, knows what about Alaska? Name three animals that are prevalent in Alaska during the winter. I don't know where Alaska is. That's right. You don't know, so don't snark. <laughs> no idea. All right, let's do this last question. Uh, on your list of Bombay snobbery, Malabar Hill is number one. Bandra is number two. It seems. Where does Varsova rank and on what basis do you judge? One minute, hold this for laughter. Hold for laughter, one minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw Kunal Listen, here. That, that's, that's, a, that's a really mean thing. I think more than snobbery, we live in a very, uh, in, in a sort of, uh, in a little like world of our own, you know. Yeah. And that's the sad part, South Mumbai. I feel really bad actually. The moment I cross into Bandra, I feel there's more dynamism, energy, people seem to be more colorful, all that. And, but unfortunately or fortunately, we're stuck in a little world where nobody says hello it's the opposite of cheers have you okay. noticed that Amit yeah I think we're, 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 we're not right. the friendliest people in South Mumbai no we're not it's much better once you grow north of course you're over friendly in Varsova that will come to later <laughs> you don't have to hug me hello beta how are you you don't know me you don't know me don't touch don't touch yaar. Huh. 
Kunal, anything? This is your question. This is a question for you. Yeah, you're I the bigot, not me. You're you're the bigger bigot with all I this. I picked the question it's because it's not a question of bigot. It's a question of Don't, geography. Okay. Before, yeah. There is there is there is the left side of Cadbury House and the right side of Cadbury House. Bombay used to end at which has Cadbury been sold House. and no longer yeah. is Cadbury House. <laughs> no longer yeah. Cadbury House. <laughs> but Bombay ended at Cadbury House. I live in Worli, which is on the outskirts of the city. You're a foreigner. Now. <laughs> no, I'm in my. <laughs> As you told Raj Thakre of the record, you know I'm not from here. <laughs> you live at what I used to consider the line of control, essentially. Basically, you live near Siddhivinayak. That was always the spot at which you got into the suburbs. Everything before Siddhivinayak was town. Yeah, so this is like farmhouses. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah you're a Delhi farmhouse. I get what you're saying. Where is Varsova in the scheme of things? It's not in Mumbai. Yeah, but where is it? <laughs> far, far away. Yes. Would you ever stay there? I have stayed there. But honestly, if you have a nice big bungalow in Varsova, be so strong. Nothing wrong at all. I, you know, I, I think wrong. proximity is See, everything. Uh, right? At the end of the day, the problem with the city is commuting. Yeah. And our work happens to be in an area what which work? we're close to. Whatever. We're done by ten in the morning. Yes, but the time to get up and go now somewhere. Yeah, and it's only four minutes away. Thank yeah, God. Yeah. So it's fifteen. You wouldn't go, right? No, no. <laughs> and now, if I have to live in Varsova and work in Prel, it's hmm. not going to happen. If I was yeah. living in Varsova and working in Varsova, Varsova it's that works. Like at the barista or something yeah. over there. There's no barista left, no. No, I and don't also, think so. Then. Yeah, it's over. Because Varsova yeah. Barista was... Well, you're looking at Amit, now you're looking the, at Amit no, no, like he finished everything in the Barista. <laughs> Come, calm down. <laughs> now it's the Starbucks. No? Now it's the Inorbit yeah, Starbucks. Yeah. Inorbit Starbucks. Yes. yes. I must say for a Malwa Hill boy, you know a lot Amit Doshi. Dude, I walk on this side now. So I'm on this side oh, only all day. This side is Khar, which is very close I to town. I go to Andheri. Where is Varsova? Do you have any idea? Yeah, of course. How do you know all this? I go to Andheri all the time also because half the people I have to meet are in Andheri. Must be running a ferry system or something. No, no, but there is a ferry. I know that. You must be running it. It makes uh, no sense otherwise. There is, I, I've, I've used that ferry also to go to Mud Island. So, have I, three minutes yes. it takes to cross. Yeah. Just yeah. for the record, that's F E R R Y, so people get excited. 15 okay. rupees there is to charge, or 3 rupees. <laughs> no, and, and, and the bus conductor kind of fellow. Yeah, 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 the guy is walking if, around with He fills doctor. you up. No, no, no. no that's in Japan. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just <laughs> trying to get back to the first question. Okay, I think uh, we've got enough. Kunal, yeah. anything you want to say on the AMAs here? No, it's lovely. Very nice. Thank you. Okay, catch us on any of the podcasting apps, please. We beg you, we need you. If you have any questions, write to us online and uh, you can mail us as well. We will answer. We have a doctor in the house called me. And that's what Cyrus says.